When I'm not hosting this podcast, I am writing books, but it is really hard for me to write when I'm at home, so I like to find remote cabins in the middle of nowhere to just hang out and write. But I hate the idea of my house just sitting empty, doing nothing but collecting dust and definitely not collecting checks. And that's why I'm an Airbnb host. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. Other popular side hustles are awesome too, don't get me wrong, but they often involve big startup costs. By hosting your space, you're monetizing what you already have access to. It doesn't get easier than that. And if you're new to the side hustle game and you're anxious about getting started, don't worry because you're not in this alone. Airbnb makes it super easy to host. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth a lot more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. Hey guys, are you ready for some money rehab? Wall Street has been completely upended by an unlikely player, GameStop. And should I have a 401k? But you don't I don't do it? No, I never. Girl. Do you think the whole world revolves around you and your money? Well, it doesn't. Charge for wasting our time. I will take a check. Like a old school You recognize her from anchoring on CNN, CNBC, and Bloomberg. The only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand, Nicole Lappin. Before last year, you might not have noticed the way prices rise and fall at your local pharmacy. But during the pandemic, price fluctuations became hard to ignore. All of a sudden, we were paying premiums for toilet paper, hand sanitizer, soap, all sorts of products that formerly toted consistent price tags. With these changes in price, a new market for fakes was born. People started selling phony hand sanitizer, fake N95 masks, and more. These fakes are much more troubling, of course, than your standard fake designer purse because this new wave of fakes were promising to keep people healthy, not just trendy. This new corner of the black market has opened up a can of worms for us consumers. And now more than ever, people are asking more questions about their consumer rights, and they should. What can we expect from the companies we're buying from? How do we actually spot fakes? To help me find answers to all of these questions, I called up my friend Heatha Herzog, a premier expert in the retail industry. So if we step back, and look at the black market, that's essentially counterfeit items, right? So which products are most commonly counterfeited? Most commonly counterfeited items, shockingly, are things that you use every day. So um, baby formula, if you would believe, I mean, these are household products, detergent. Um, you know, I think people think that it's uh, it's computers, which are certainly counterfeited, and and handbags, right? We, I'm sure we all have friends that carry around fake handbags, and I, I certainly do, and I always tell them. Yo, do you know what that's funding? And no one, no one cares, which is <laughs> sad because you know we're seeing this political crisis happen in Afghanistan right now. And you know, twenty, you know, this this has been going on for twenty years. And even ten years ago, when the Taliban was a uh, you know organization that was trying to um, obtain political power, and you know they've been trying to, they basically, if you look at it from you know the financial crisis on, right, the Taliban like any other. Um, other political regime was running out of money. There was a global economic crisis. And so the way that um, uh, Taliban and you know other 
you know, well, now that they are, you know, they're a government organization, right? They're now head of Afghanistan, but at the time uh, they were considered a terrorist organization. The way that they were getting funded were through these illicit ways. So, you know, selling of poppies, you know, drugs, um, you know, human trafficking, and of course, selling stolen and counterfeit items. So, um, so that's, where I mean, people don't even think about that, and and that's a big that's that's what I kind of researched in my book. But then, um, you know, we have like even like even more local things, like you know, local local criminals are using you know going into stores, stealing stuff, or purchasing counterfeit items and selling that to to fund um, you know terrible things. So that's why we should all be kind of concerned about you know uh, you know it seems kind of silly. Everyone wants to get a deal on, on merchandise, but we really have to be careful with what we buy. So what is it funding? God, I mean, let's run the gamut think of anything bad that you can imagine and counterfeit and stolen merchandise is probably funding it. So, uh, human trafficking, um, you know, drug cartels, you know, terrorist cells, uh, my book focused on the, on these two terrorist cells that were coming out of, um, of the tri-border region of South America. And also, you know, in like kind of upper Pakistan area, you know, as you're getting you're close to the border of Afghanistan, but not to sound alarmist, but I mean, I think those are the three main things, which are pretty bad. I mean, uh, drug cartels, human trafficking, you know, terrorist organizations, I wouldn't want to buy stolen items if I knew that that's what that was funding. But how do you counterfeit laundry detergent? Well, uh, laundry detergent is shockingly expensive if you think about it. I mean, when you go to the, you don't think about it because you need laundry detergent, obviously, or maybe you're one of those celebrities in Hollywood that doesn't necessarily take baths or maybe they didn't even wash their clothes. But uh, <laughs> I know because I have two kids and a husband that sweats a lot. Uh, we go through laundry detergent a lot. So it costs a ton. Um, you know, one of those, I don't know, 32 ounce bottles are somewhere between 15 to, you know, 12 to, to $15 if you're using coupons or not. So uh, because that price markup is, 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 relatively high, it's it's a target that people want to counterfeit. So um, they'll use the same packaging, but then they'll change the formula and um, it'll, you know, maybe it's like a different mix of, of lye um, or a different mix of, um, you know, coloring with, you know, like a, like, I don't know, dishwashing soap or something. And, uh, and then they'll put it in those, in those, uh, in that packaging and then they'll sell it on a, a site where, you know, we're all trying to save money. Right. Um, that's kind of what, I mean, who doesn't want to save money? I mean, people probably listening to this podcast wanting to know how they can save money. So, um, and, 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 ways to, to make their money health better. But, um, so they target those people that want to save a buck. And again, who doesn't want to, but, but it's not worth it. So if you see tied on a site or even a, you know, a store or, um, you know, I don't know if anyone's buying, um, you know, actually Nicole, you used to live in New York. Do you remember when you would go out on the street and you would see, um, you know, like makeup vendors, people would be selling Mac makeup and you're like, Oh, cool. Mac makeup five, you know, eyeshadows for $10. Yo, that's fake. Yo, what? I'm shook. I thought it was just like the, like, Prada stuff that's fake or like the Gucci schmoochie. No, 
No, no, no. And that's part of the reason why, um, you know, and I don't, I mean, this isn't to be political, but it's, it's more just to kind of put things into context. If you remember um, a couple months ago, or actually it's been a year now, but you remember how we, uh, the United States had this um, meeting with China and part of the negotiations and part of the discussions were um, intellectual property. You know, they wanted to somehow, um, you know, secure further American intellectual property. So these fakes didn't proliferate. And I I think those talks broke down. I wasn't sure. I heard it was, you know, the last I was reading about it, you know, it got a little chilly in that um, during those negotiations. But that's part of the reason why, you know, this sort of this discussion between the United States and China is, is so important. Hold on to your wallets, boys and girls. Money Rehab will be right back. Now for some more money rehab. So how do you spot a fake? So if you're on Amazon or something like that and you're like, duh, I want the best price detergent or duh, I want the best price soap or whatnot because every dollar matters. Do you read the reviews? Do you what? Sometimes I get weird stuff that's like, why is this coming from China? And I think that it's not going to be. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna make sure that well there are a couple of things. So I personally don't buy a lot of my household products from Amazon because it's very hard to verify the third-party sellers. And so much of Amazon's profits come from third-party sellers. So, um, you know, it's just, it's hard to do that. So if you have a third party, and what I mean by that is that it's not, um, you know, Amazon relies on other retailers to provide the product. So even though they're Amazon warehouses, all of that product isn't housed in these Amazon warehouses. I mean, basically that would be like a whole gigantic Amazon warehouse that was the size of the United States if they did that. So they rely on these third-party sellers to ship um, product that you're buying. Now, let's say you're on Amazon and you see, you know, you're like, oh, I want to get some Tide or, um, you know, Dreft for the kids or something. You have newborns and, uh, and you see it priced way below the actual, you know, market rate, right? I mean, it's basic economics. Like if prices are determined based on what other things are priced at and like the true price. So if you see something that is priced way below, then there's probably something wrong with it. So, um, you know, discounts come when, um, you know, you might see a, a flash sale of something where something's marked down 20 to 30% off on household goods, but nothing's ever going to be marked down 70% off unless there's something really egregiously wrong with it or it's fake. Okay. Well, I am floored. I had no idea that basically everything could be counterfeit. I hope now that my clothes are safe as they are being washed currently and not disintegrating by some weird stuff that might be in there. So if we step back and say, okay, no, we don't want to buy fake stuff. Obviously, we don't want stuff that's going to ruin our clothes. We don't want to fund human trafficking. There are a thousand reasons why not to do that. So what are some legit hacks that you can give shoppers in general who are out there looking for legit deals? Uh, Well, I mean, this sounds very crunchy and very hippie, but I almost would say, I mean, we're talking specifically about laundry detergent. There's no reason why you can't make your own. 
I mean, your clothes will get just as clean as you know whether you are using Tide or not. In fact, if you go to Whole Foods and you buy the Whole Foods, I mean, it has like nothing in it, like no dyes, no perfume. It, it's that formula is Dr. Bonner's and something else. Like I, I didn't actually deep dive into it, but it, you can make the same thing and it'll clean your clothes just as, as well. Um, I think we get used to in our minds as consumers, if we're not buying a product that has been marketed to us all of our lives, like Tide, for example, then our clothes are not as clean. We are not as shiny. We don't feel as good. And that's effective marketing. But I think things are being flipped on its head now. I think people are now realizing, well, I need to, I can cut out that marketing and either make my own or maybe go to a lesser price brand. Um, and so I mentioned Whole Foods. Um, I don't I, I mentioned Whole Foods because it's the closest grocery store to my home. Um, I would also go to Trader Joe's, but the lines are so long that it's almost like not worth it. So, you know, Whole Foods brand, Trader Joe's brand, any sort of grocery store brand um, is going to be significantly less than um, any um, uh, brand name product that's out there. And I think we've been hearing that all of our lives, but, um, and the same goes for soap, um, you know, household goods for sure. Um, when it comes to the actual clothes that we wear, and if you do want something designer, well, you should be ready to pay what that designer is charging. If you walk into, you know, an Yves Saint Laurent, or if you walk into a Prada, um, there's no ways around it. Um, even if you go on the real, real, which is, you know, secondhand consignment store, the the products that are priced with tags that have never been used are pretty much on parity with what you would buy at a store. So um, make your own. Look for store brands. Um, they're definitely a lot cheaper than than maybe getting brand names. Or be prepared to pay that premium price. But if you're looking for a discount online, you know, watch out for the third party sellers. Uh, watch out for the price discount that's like under thirty percent. And uh, also the reviews. If they if there are too many positive reviews with like lots of misspellings, you know that's just that's that's a fake item. Well, I didn't know that until now, actually. And I just want to say, for the record, you are the least crunchy woman I know. <laughs> you are the most fashionable. So the fact that you're saying to make laundry detergent, this is the first time I've entertained that possibility. If it's coming from you, then. I will do whatever you're doing. Nicole, we all learned new skills during the pandemic. I think that was one of my new skills. <laughs> Girl, you never cease to amaze me. And you know, you and I both hate cliches, but I guess the cliche that you get what you pay for is kind of true. I mean, you've done so much reporting on consumer rights. I can listen to you read the phone book. You have the best voice. You have the smartest reporting and writing. Can you give us some consumer rights and insights that people might not have known before that they have and they should use? One consumer right that I thought was really interesting is that if an item isn't shipped at the date that it was supposed to be shipped at. And it said that you were going to get it at a specific date. But I think you have the right to not pay for it, if I'm not mistaken. So let's say you're on Amazon and you buy an item and it says, well, we are, you know, the delivery date is you know, September 15th. And September 15th comes and goes and you don't see it and it's not there. And it finally comes, let's say, September 30th. You can say, well, you know what? You didn't retail or you didn't fulfill your end of the bargain by getting my product um, at the date that it was due. 
Um, I am going to now go back and say, I don't, you know, you need to refund me. I don't need it anymore. Or you, you have a legal reason to not have to pay for it. So that's just like a glorified, if you don't get your pizza in 30 minutes, it's free. Exactly. Exactly. You're so smart. Nicole Lappin might be actually the only woman on the planet that hates shopping. Uh, you know what? I will join you on that. It's it's, it's a very odd um, thing for me to admit, considering this is what I cover and um, I am on the retail detail, but I really, really don't enjoy shopping for myself um, and, and really just the rush of everything. I don't like the pressure either to to have to give. I'm a great gift giver. I, I give amazing gifts. However, I do not like the whole like forced shopping. I think it's it's really, it keeps our economy going, but it also makes you feel icky sometimes, you know? For today's tip, you can take straight to the bank. If the price tag looks too good to be true, it probably is. When you see a product that's displaying some red flags, just don't buy it. Obviously, don't buy household products you suspect are fake because what's actually inside the bottle could be toxic. But also, don't buy the fake Gucci purse. While the bag's material won't be toxic to you in the same way fake detergent might be, the money you would put down to buy the bag may fund operations that have toxic effects around the world. Money Rehab is a production of iHeartMedia. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Our producers are Morgan Lavoie and Catherine Law. Money Rehab is edited and engineered by Brandon Dickert with help from Josh Fisher. Executive producers are Mangash Hatikader and Will Pearson. Huge thanks to the OG Money Rehab supervising producer, Michelle Lambs, for her pre-production and development work. And as always, thanks to you for finally investing in yourself so that you can get it together and get it all. Spend my money.